0: Hey folks, this is EJS from uh, Thriveality.com and I am very excited to have Mr. Gary Greenfield on the podcast today. If the name Greenfield rings a bell, well it should if you're familiar with Ben Greenfield from Ben Greenfield Fitness. Yes, Gary is Ben's father and I have worked with Gary over two years now on understanding water and water filtration I've got his products in our house here. We recently added um, one of his newer models for the whole house filtration. And then we have another product that helps remineralize and and vitalize the water as it travels into our home. So we're excited to have him. Um, We basically cover what is water, right? Um, We know it's two parts hydrogen and one part oxygen, but what does that really mean? It could be in three forms. It carries minerals and nutrients into the body. Um, It's claimed to have healing powers in many traditions. and so. Uh, we we talk a little bit about that. We talk about something called terrain theory, which is very interesting, and in, and in how um, you know germs really can only take advantage of an environment that's not that's not healthy. Um, what role the water has in the body in terms of hydration, transporting nutrients, helping with detoxification, uh, waste, um, d- d- detoxifying waste and toxins, and providing energy, right? Um, to, to the body and also information, right? In nature, we are surrounded by sunlight, the forest, the ocean, whatever, and we always feel better And what role can water have in providing information and sort of a, a blueprint to the body and how it can be healthy and, and whole. Uh, we talk about some of the challenges of modern water from either you know, utility or groundwater in terms of chloride, fluoride, um, or chlorine, fluoride, arsenic, heavy metals, and other contaminants in the water. Um, the impact of straight piping on water in terms of its vital force um, and how all of this impacts human health. Um, And then we start to talk about filtration, like why it's important, what can filtration remove in terms of like fluoride and um, chlorine, arsenic and and other things, why some of those are particularly hard. Um, We talked about my installation of one of his latest units. We actually pull um, a photograph of the installation up, and we kind of walk through, you know, the filtration system, what's in there and how it works. Um, and then we talk about water structuring. So I have another unit um, called the CMB that actually remineralizes, re-energizes, and, and um, revitalizes the water and, and actually how how it does it and all the different media that he, he has in there and, um, And then um, we talk about the effects, right? So, everything from drinking the water and how you feel to making coffee or tea, um, you know, how you feel perhaps after a shower or even taking a bath in water that's been, you know, removed of its contaminants, but also restructured and revitalized. Um, So, we talk about some of the improvements that one might expect from a subjective experience, your energy level. and just how you you feel overall. We talk about maintenance, like you know what's required to maintain these systems, um, and then we just kind of conclude on you know where you can find Gary, Gary Greenfield, learn more about his products and his company. So hope you really enjoyed the podcast. And if you have any questions, just post them in the show notes. Thanks. Bye. Hey, folks. Before we get to the podcast, if you're interested in learning more about Greenfield Water and their amazing filtration and revitalizing. Um, products, check the show notes down below um, for a link for just uh, 10% off. When I wake up in the morning, I run downstairs and, you know, I have a glass of um, highly filtered, structured, and remineralized water to start my day right. It, and it's amazing. Sometimes I put sea salt or a little bit of vitamin C or a hydrogen tablet. But nevertheless, every day without fail, I have a great big glass of water to start my day right. And I highly encourage you to learn more about Greenfield Water and their amazing products now onto the show. Thanks. All right. Well, hello, everyone. This is EJS from Thrivality.com, and I'm super excited today to have Gary Greenfield uh, on the podcast today to talk about water, water filtration, water remineralization, and revitalization and its impact on human health. Now, if the Greenfield name sounds familiar, you might know and heard of his son, uh, Ben Greenfield, uh, Ben Greenfield Fitness, who's got a very successful podcast and supplement a business called uh, Keon. So Gary, thanks so much for um, giving us some time today to, uh, to be on the podcast.
1: Oh, it's my pleasure. Thank you for having me, Eric.
0: Awesome. So just to give the listeners a little bit of a history and background. So in early 2019, I worked with Gary to uh, install um, one of his products in, in our house. So that's uh, what we'll call the CMB and, and Gary, what does CMB
1: stand for? Uh, So that was the, it's the CMB quad flow, the ceramic mineral ball quad flow unit. Yeah. Which was an all in one compact, filtering, energizing and structuring and mineralizing unit.
0: Okay, awesome. And then adjacent to that, I also had a whole house unit that I bought from another company. And I was very happy with the, re, with the results. But then what I began to realize is that the CMB filters needed to be changed <laughs> a little more frequently as time went on. And I, and I began to suspect that the other unit that I bought um, had failed. And so I recently, you know, worked with Gary and installed another unit um which will which we'll get into that's kind of the whole house unit and then the CMB for the remittalization and the in the restructuring and the revitalization of the of the water and i've got some pictures we can pull those up and, and talk a little bit about it but you and i have been working together for a while so i'm super jazzed to have you on the podcast so i've got a list of questions prepared here gary and maybe we just take it from the top i mean uh, this is kind of a stupid question but what is water
1: yeah well that that's uh yeah it's well everybody you know knows water is h2o of course right and uh you know but hydrogen is a gas as you know when it's by itself oxygen is a gas by when it's by itself but when you combine these two gases you get a liquid you know which can also become a solid you know depending on temperature so and, and it's steam if it's yeah or steam that's right it kind of reminds me of pleomorphism you know with Mm. with uh microbes that they're they're changing according to their environment and these elements they change according to their environment and Mm. so uh even though and so water is very simple but very mysterious as well in in how it presents itself you know going from a gas to a liquid to a solid to steam And, but, you know, that's just one, one facet of this multifaceted resource, you know, that has, uh, you know, untold many uh, uh, different attributes to it.
0: Yeah. Yeah. You know, I'd never heard of the pleomorphism analogy with water, but it's a good one. And just so, so for the listeners, so pleomorphism is this, and Gary, you can chime in, is this idea that. It's called terrain theory. So back in the day, Beschamp and um, Pasteur? Uh, Pasteur debated, duked it out, right? And the idea was Pasteur was all about the germ, <coughs> and Beschamp was all about now well, the germ can only take advantage of an environment that's conducive for it to grow. In other words, you know, if you if you throw seed on good ground or fertile ground, it'll it'll grow. If you throw it on, you know, rocks, <laughs> it might sprout, but it's going to die. And so if germs take root in our body, it's because our terrain is is ripe, you know, for for the environment. So,
1: yeah. Well, actually, the you know all microbes are beneficial. Uh, it's it's and again, it's not about the microbes. He pasture labeled it's like uh, he labeled them as you know evil and good. Well, no, that's not true. They're all beneficial. No, oops. Let me see my, my screen's going. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry about that. Yeah. Um, every microbe is beneficial, and they all have a function. So when the function is to deal with with breaking down matter like fecal yeah. matter, then it's not the microbe. The microbe is doing a good job. It's breaking it down. The fecal matter is something that we're not supposed, to, you know, it's supposed to have a it's it's particular place in the environment and then when it's outside of that or you know then then you get the issues but the issue is not the microbe just as bouchon stated it's the terrain
0: yeah yeah it's, it's, this is very fascinating i don't get too far afield here but it is really fascinating and i think it, it segues into how water can help us maintain a healthy environment so we don't have you know the the bugs coming along but you're right i mean bugs are there to serve a purpose and if they get out of control in our body they're there to do something either clean up toxins or clean up you know, excess waste and things like that. Um, so I just kind of my own experience has been it's kind of a balancing act to get the get the terrain back. So yes. all right, so waters can be mysterious, right? I mean, many spiritual traditions have talked about water. Jesus talked about water. Uh, God, you know, hovered over the water. Um, it carries minerals and nutrients into the body, right? And then we're seventy yeah. percent water. That's the statistic that I've I, I've heard often repeated.
1: Yeah, although I would I would say uh again it's the, the mystery of it all that we're 100 water and that everything is 100 percent water and the what i base that on is is the scripture in the beginning of time in genesis when it said the lord was hovering over the waters there was no earth there was no he- heaven it was w- just water and the water was dark void and still mm. so it was a mysterious how could this, this is water but yet it's dark which means you can't see it which Mm. means it's still, there's no activity, which means it's void. There's nothing there, but yet the Lord called it water. And it was out of those waters that he drew all the elements to create the earth and the heavens. Mm. So it's a great mystery, but at the same time, so, and when you look at the periodic table, you, you see the first element on the periodic table is hydrogen, water. Hydrogen means water in the beginning. It's consistent with what the scriptures teach, water in the beginning. That was the beginning of all life, of all matter. That's where it, it was drawn from. Mm. And so, of course, so all the elements of the periodic table are comprised of hydrogen atoms and different different configurations and different numbers. And just as we mentioned that the, that hydrogen and oxygen as gases, when they combine, they become uh, a liquid and then they can even you know diversify from there all of the elements are comprised of hydrogen atoms and as you change the configuration and the numbers you change the the attributes so that's why uh you know i go by the premise that everything is really mm-hmm. water 100
0: interesting i hadn't really thought about that so i got i have to chew on that one okay <laughs> that's great I, I love these little things uh that i haven't heard before and they get the little gets my brain going. So, um, so let's, let's shift here. What role does this mysterious substance, you know, have in the body, right? I think about hydration, transporting nutrients, detoxifying waste and toxins and providing energy, but I'd love to get your, your thoughts. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Well, you know, actually it's, it's really all about the energy it's, it's, the, it's like us as human beings, we're a container, what do we contain? Is it, you know, wh- what is it that makes up that reflects what we look like, even our physical characteristics, you know, they're fixed, but then they can also kind of, kind of vary because of our emotions, mm-hmm. what, what, you know, what our spirit inside us, what our soul is reflecting, mm. you know, it can make an ugly person beautiful, really, or a beautiful person, ugly you know, but it's not so much the, it's the physical characteristics that are in or that are influenced by the energetics or the, or, you know, or that, which is, which you can't, you know, you can't wrap your hands around, you know, that, that energy. Mm -hmm. Uh, So, so with water, it's all about, it's, it's a, uh, it's a physical substance that is carrying uh, other physical components, uh, but the, but it's, it's not so much the physical, the physical component is there to to uh, carry in the energy, uh, and that's and that is what the you know what the primary purpose of all the elements is the energetic qualities that come from them, and that.
0: that how, how would you describe that? Like when you think of energy, is it is it millivolts? Is it like how would you? Like... Yeah.
1: <clears throat> uh, wh- well, it's like a mu- okay, the elements are musical instruments. Each one is a musical instrument. Altogether, they create a symphony or an orchestra. And, and that can change depending on their configurations, right? What that or you know what that orchestra or symphony is composed of. But it's their el- the elements are musical instruments, and as they <clears throat> as they interact with the environment or, or they they create music. And what are they what are they interacting with? They're interacting with ether, which is something we don't hear about a lot in science, and at least in modern science. So as they're interacting with this ether, they're creating frequencies. So every element and every configuration of elements has particular frequencies that are emitted. And it's those frequencies that, sorry, it's those frequencies that, uh, that benefit the, the environment. Just as, as, as we listen to a symphony, we're benefited by that music.
0: Yeah, you know, the more, the more I ponder human health, and this is still a little bit mysterious. It's like, you know, when you go for a walk in nature, right, you feel better when you're on the beach, and you're, you're taking in those ions, and just, you know, being around nature, you feel better. We are clearly as humans drawing information from our environment, right? And I think a lot of the ancestral cultures would say living in these modern houses with all this electrical stress and things like that. Don't ex- doesn't exactly help, you know, uh, maintain human health. And so I think when you think about water, I think what you're describing is, you know, the minerals and the content of the water and the water itself provide information, you know, and energy to the body that we still have a hard time getting our head wrapped around because we can't see it. You know, you, you pick up your, your tea or your water, you can kind of taste the difference. If you've been around and you've sampled different waters, but you know, it looks like water to me. <laughs> yeah.
1: Yeah.
0: Yeah. Okay. Um, so it's, it's providing energy. It's providing information. Um, you know, so what is the blueprint contained in water and how does that inform the body to, to optimize its, its health?
1: Yeah. Well, there's a, a researcher, uh, he's from Mexico, Dr. Uh, Herrero uh, he's, he was an, he's an ophthalmologist and a researcher and he's researched water and its effect, uh, on, on the eye. And, uh, and in doing so, he, he came up with some, uh, he, some theories which, mm-hmm. uh, which discuss the impact of water on the body. And what he found was that, uh, that as the water goes into the body there's actually uh, the process of photosynthesis is ap- actually happening in the human body, mm. which means that as, as the, the water enters our body, it uses the, the melanin in our body reacts with, with sunlight and it's a transducer. it converts that the, 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 uh, the solar rays that our body absorbs into a different frequency and that frequency is able to separate or divide the, the uh, water molecule into hydrogen and oxygen. At ninety-eight point six degrees, mm-hmm. and uh, for instance, that we do that with a water ionizer too. That's the whole purpose of a water ionizer, ionizer right? These ionizing machines—they split the the uh, water molecule, but they do it at two thousand degrees. They do it with electricity, of course. And supposedly, you know, you're getting beneficial water from those ionizers, or even from the hydrogen generation machines. Right. Well, the body—these yes. the, machines just mimic what human, what nature does. So the and this is something that isn't taught in science, but I believe it's true, and it's a very beautiful concept that that as the water enters our body, the body uses the body splits that oxygen and hydrogen. The reason why it was in a liquid form is so that it could be transported into the body. Because if it was in a gaseous form, it uh, it would just dissipate into the atmosphere, and we could breathe it, which we do, of course. But that has limited. Uh, benefits. I mean, you know, they have benefits of one type, but, but when we're able to bring that water into the body in a liquid form, it goes throughout the entire body, okay? And everywhere we have melanin, it's, it's, it's uh, using a particular frequency to split that hydrogen and oxygen molecule or atom uh, and, and create a gas. So you have an oxygen gas and a hydrogen gas that is immediately available, to every cell in the body because it's everywhere. And and that's the most assimilable form uh, is is in gaseous state. So you've got the oxygen, which is cleaning the body, sanitizing the body, and you have a hydrogen, which is energizing the cells. Mm -hmm. And so really, it's not so much glucose. Glucose is carbon-based. That's what gives us our physicality. It's the hydrogen that gives us the energy. Mm. And so the body is continuously separating the hydrogen and oxygen molecule and then bringing them back together into a liquid state again, because both states have benefits for the body. And, and if you had too much hydrogen, we'd burn up. If you have too much oxygen, we would burn up. And so what, what the body does is keeps a continual balance of going to from a liquid to a gaseous state to take care of all the needs of the body. Mm. So that's a, that's, that's a, a, a very vital role that water plays in, in sustaining life in our bodies, cleaning and feeding, because as those are very, you know, those are basically, that's what the cells require mm-hmm. to continued cleaning from the waste material that's generated from the, from the, uh, you know, cellular activities that are sustaining life. Mm.
0: Really good, really, really helpful. Um, so let's shift gears a little bit here. And what are some of the challenges with modern water so we've got you know i live in fairfax county virginia and so we've got you know utility-based water here um you know that, con- that contains you know chlorine and, and fluoride and then some of the byproducts you know uh, of modern industrializations like arsenic uh, mercury heavy metals um yeah, no. yeah so we've got we've got the utility-based water then we've got well water uh, for people who are not on utility-based water what what are some of the challenges with modern water in terms of contaminants, yeah. how we treat it, how we transport it? Well,
1: you know, the, the, the basic problem is progress, modern technology, uh, all of our so-called advances in science where we're creating all these new products. And all these new products come, you know, the basic building component for all of them are elements, right? I mean, the elements are that's all we have that's the only building blocks we have for for you know for the universe and uh, all of those elements have benefits in their natural state <clears throat> but what what the modern sci- scientist has done is really become a sorcerer in that he's taking these natural elements and he's contorting them and and corrupting them and then creating new compounds and then you know that's what we call a chemical and so so today uh you're popular <laughs> yeah i forgot about all this okay so today what we have are you know over 80,000 different chemicals chemicals are not natural every single chemical is a corruption of an elemental form of an elemental uh compound and or or it's you know even a singular uh corruption of an element uh and that's where the problem is we're messing with nature we think you know there I've, I've seen little ditties out there that say uh nature creates science perfects well that that's a lie because all modern science has done is corrupted everything on earth every natural form mm-hmm. so and of course and and because we're the dominant species on earth Everything is a reflection, everything in our environment is a reflection of our of our heart condition. Mm-hmm. And so if we've got all this pride in us that says, Oh, we're progressing, we're creating all these amazing technologies, but what but look around and say, Well, what's the fruit of these technologies? Yeah. And the fruit is toxic. We're killing, we're destroying the earth, mm-hmm. and, and we're being lied to, and we think that this is progress and that somehow. You know, we're we're going to fix this issue. You know, we're going to recycle. We're going to come up with new technologies, and and it's but we never do. Yeah. You know? yeah. Or or if we yeah. do, it's yeah. just a little. You know, it's a little effort over here. It's like a PR campaign to say, look, you know, we're doing good in the world.
0: Yeah, it's really unfortunate. I mean, I, I spend an enormous amount of time thinking about these topics, Gary, and um, you know, I I largely follow you know sort of an ancestral based diet, and I do the best with that. Um, and you know, as I study ancestral, like you read about the Europeans meeting the indigenous, you know, Americans, the Indians back in the. I mean, their health was <laughs> incredibly stout. <laughs> right. I mean, you know, uh, it, it wasn't perfect. They got sick. They got stomach ache. I mean, but but you know, their physique was amazing. And and instead of learning from them and how they lived with you know, nature, and we're in tune with the environment, we just ran them over, you know, uh, and we we pay a big price for that. I mean, I appreciate the fact that you and I can connect, and, you know, we do this stuff, right? We've got yeah, this amazing right. thing where we basically, you know, reading and writing, and we've externalized it in a digital format, and that helps us, you know, build a school of knowledge, but we certainly haven't taken God's wisdom, natural wisdom, and said, okay, if we're going to do X, what are the downstream consequences of it and how can we, you know, do it inconsistent with nature and, and we have gone astray for sure. I mean, my own health journey has been, you know, just, just because there was just complete disregard for how the body works and how nature. Yeah. yeah. Right. So I, right. I sympathize with that. It's, it's a real problem. I mean, I, I wish we could take the best of modernity and the best of ancestral and, and live in, in harmony. That's kind of one of my missions. It's like, we got to fix this because we're heading in the wrong uh in the long path. So,
1: yeah. Yeah. So how
0: does that impact water? Like what's like for the, the average person who's drinking, you know, utility based water, what are, what are they looking at?
1: Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah, what we're drinking is, you know, our, the, the outfall of everything we're creating because water, wherever it travels, it picks up not only the physical components of where it's, where it's got, where it's been, uh, but it also picks up the energetics. And so, uh, we're, we're consuming this water, which is, which is just a reflection of our environment and which is toxic. And of course it's going to have detrimental effects on, on our, you know, on, on everything. And, you know, water is, water is just a servant. It's a humble servant. It just Mm. does whatever, whatever we require it to do, it will do, you know, I mean, and it will carry toxins and, and if we, and if that, you know, if the intent is to depopulate, because that's to control, well, that water is going to respond accordingly mm-hmm. to the dictates of those that are, you know, in power. And unfortunately, you know, we've got things like fluoride in our water, which we're told time and time again, you know, we've got pres- the prestigious dental association, you know, of America, all these educated <laughs> doctors who say, oh, no, fluoride is good for your teeth. Well, well there, there's a lot of, Convoluted contortions and, and cover-ups and deceptions and delusions and, and distractions in that because what, what we're dealing with is not fluoride in a natural state. We're you know, all of the fluoride that goes into water supplies is an industrial waste product from aluminum smeltering plants from from uh, from from different mining activities, and we're taking a pollutant, a waste material. And we're calling it, you know, something that's health enhancing. And then, you know, so they're taking that and putting that into our water and it's not and it's uh, destroying our brain cells. It's making us sedate, you know, as a human race. Uh, so, I mean, and what's the intent there? Why are they doing this? It's not out of if they really cared, you know, they wouldn't be doing this, but they're doing it because there is a, an evil overpower, you know, over. Uh, hovering spirit that is directing men who are in positions of power to, to, uh, want more control and to yeah. and depopulate. And that's what we're dealing with, with all of, with so many of these chemicals that are being put into water, yeah. you know, chlorine, there's better ways to sanitize water than with chlorine. Chlorine is another industrial pollutant. Chlorine is a natural element as well. Fluoride is a natural element but we're not getting these elements because chlorine is a sanitizer. It's, you know, it's created in our body constantly through salt uh, to sanitize, but we're not dealing with, with natural products here in, in, in uh, you know, in, or in the right concentrations. It, the whole technology is just, just screwed up and, yeah. and wrong.
0: So we're, what are some examples? So so chlorine is made in the body through salt. What about fluoride? Where do we get fluoride from nature? Well, from?
1: well, well fluoride's, you know, present in the soil. Um, in some places, it's more than others, just like, you know, just like every element. And, you know, in trace amounts, there's, you know, every element is beneficial, even lead and mercury in yeah. there as trace, you know, as trace elements. Uh, but when we, when we uh, throw that out of balance through mining activities and uh, things like that, uh, you know, then uh, or or processing, whatever, then, then you know, we create an unhealthy, uh, uh, environment. So, uh, yeah, so all of these elements are, you know, you can find them in water and trace amounts. And if they're not in trace amounts, then you have to look at and say, well, what's going on here?
0: Yep. Yep. All right. So basically modern water, and, and this applies to well water, it's utility water, well, because it, get, it gets everywhere, right? So water picks it up. Yes. Picks up the, the chlorine, the fluoride, the arsenic, the heavy metals, um, the mercury, right, from coal-fired plants, things like that. You You talked about energetics, and I just want to highlight what I think I understand you're saying, right? So homeop- homeopathic remedies are just, you know, information. Yeah. They're just information, right? They've been succussed, right? They've been reduced and reduced and reduced. And so you'll look at a homeopathic, you know, b- bottle and it-, it might say 30 times. It means it's been succussed or reduced 30 times. So <coughs> if you were to biologically test you know a bottle of homeopathy you wouldn't find the substance in there it's the information that's there right and i think what gary's sharing and i agree with him is that you know water just picks up you know stuff from its environment and so if it's got yeah,
1: it'll pick up the information especially when it's yeah. vortex which is all actually just putting water into its natural state it's mm-hmm. just better able to pick up that's just what water does it 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 picks up the vortex it's a it's a toroidal vortex will throw it it's a uh I can't remember. Anyways, it will throw off, inform- it'll throw off bad information and pull in beneficial information.
0: Yeah. And we're going to get into that uh, when we talk about the yeah. CMB unit, right? Which, yeah. which re very re- re- vortexes. Okay. Uh-huh. All right. So we know we've got yeah. problems. And then the other thing too, that is I've heard, and I just wanted to see like straight piping, right? So we, you know, from, from the, um, utility that processes the water to your home, it's in a pipe. Yeah. And then, you know, as it comes into the house, it's either PVC or copper piping. Does that cause a problem?
1: well yeah and the problem occurs even before then uh, in that we're we're sucking that water up out of the aquifer through a straight pipe rather than allowing that water to come to the surface levitationally as it's coming up to the surface levitationally in a natural state it's picking up beneficial uh elements and the energies uh that are in in the soil uh in the strata and then once it comes to the surface, it's, it, it, it's then exposed to more vortexing as it you know, goes down a stream or, or uh, a creek or a river. And, and so it's mature. Uh, we, you know, that, but when the water is down in the aquifer, it's not in a mature state yet. And, but what we do, we bypass that hydrological cycle and we suck it up with a pump with, through straight pipes and not allowing it to vortex. And then we do the same thing once it's to the surface, you know, then we chemicalize it and then we send it through more straight pipes so it never has an opportunity to do the vortexing to get mature to, to to build up strength you know it's like a vortex is no different than what you do in exercise the more perfect the exercise the more perfect the vortex it's it's a manifestation of the vortexing that's going on you know the, how the so even... so
0: how is exercising a vortex though?
1: yeah okay well exercise is movement right it's all mm-hmm. movement it's proper movement if you have improper movement you'll injure yourself if you have proper movement you strengthen you know the muscular and the, and the muscular and skeletal structure and that occurs through uh, every movement uh, the the yin and the yang or the you know the contraction or the expansion if it's done in a proper way it's creating a, a vortex effect in our body mm. it's as anything that moves like you could see a jet plane going through the air it's going to create vortexes they followed. you can see them in the you know yeah. in, the, in the moisture or you can even see it in the growth patterns of, of all natural, you know, it, yeah, just everything. Yeah. There's that. The, swirl. Golden, the golden proportion. And, yeah. and so when you're moving through space, I mean, through your environment or moving within your environment in, in the correct way, you're, you're strengthening, you're uh, you're actually uh, working on the water, the water you're energizing the water because the, the, um, the contractions and the expansions or the centripular. Uh, forces or the uh, what's the uh, such a simple term I forgot it the the centripular pulls in and the uh, uh, what's what's the opposite of centripular?
0: that's a good question uh, oh it's just, it'll, it'll, you know, it'll, it'll... It's like
1: I forgot I anyways um, we're so we're pulling in beneficial information and throwing off bad information and as you do that that benefits the protein because what, muscle is ninety nine percent water. Mm. It's 1% protein, that's it. And what is that protein responding to that, that causes it to strengthen? It's the water, the environment is in. So if that protein is exposed to beneficial information, beneficial energy, it strengthens. If it's exposed to, to uh, waste matter and detrimental information, it weakens. So those vortexes are throwing off the bad energy, putting it into the, you know, into the circulatory system, the lymphatic system, so it can be flushed out or through the you know, skin. And at the same time, we're pulling in the information from the nutrients that are within our body, which is everything from the oxygen to the hydrogen, to the you know to all the other elements of the pure table that you know that we get from the food and and beverages that we eat and drink yeah. so that's what what i'm talking about when i talk about exercise and vortexing and how that benefits the body
0: that's really interesting yeah i one of my one of my good friends um is super super fit i mean he's a he's a beast of a guy he re, he has a, a recovery facility that i have did a podcast with him about 40 minutes from here and um you know, he, he, uh, was this incredible athlete and, but he had, you know, Lyme disease and he was laying in bed and then he's like, All right, I'm done with this. And he just started going out and doing wind sprints when, even though he just felt terrible <laughs> and the, you know, the, ener- the exercise really helped him feel better. And he, and yeah. he just, you know, he, you know, and this really talks about train theory and getting the energy back into the system. Right. And now he right. keeps those and he still has the spirochetes, but. They, they're at bay, right? They're, they're sort of con- contained and he, he really yeah. performs at a high level. I mean, he's run hundred mile races, you know, it's crazy. So, um, so that's interesting. I, I really appreciate that. Uh, that thought. So basically what I'm just to re-summarize, right? So modern water, it has chemicals, pollutants, fluoride, arsenic, mercury, it's piped, you know, in straight pipes. It's not vortexed. So it really has, starts to have an impact on, on human health. and so now let's let's shift gears and talk about filtration and why it's so important because we have to correct all the stuff that you've just highlighted as a, as a, as a problem. so um, so recently I just installed your GW7 and then I've kept the, the, the CMB and just replaced the the cartridges. So let's you know obviously I think filtration is obviously important, but do you, is there anyone want to comment on you know like why it's important and what it does?
1: Yeah, sure. Well, it filtration will will deal with the physical uh, components, you know, the that are the physical components that are contaminants. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it's but when you remove those, you still have the effect of the energetics effects of those components. So that has to be dealt with as well, and that's something that's completely ignored in the water treatment industry. Right. And it's, it's no different than you if you're toxic, if you're angry, you walk into a room, everybody feels your energy, right? Yes. You, you know, yeah, you know, everybody knows it's not is it's ethereal, you know, it's not yes, mm-hmm. it'll reflect in your face, but but it just it's an energy source that just kind of permeates everybody that's in the environment, they pick it up their meters pick it up. Yeah, And when you leave the room, just because you left the room doesn't mean the effects of that anger are still lingering in every single person right. that was, you know, tuned in, right? So it's the same way. You can remove the toxins from the water, but that information like we, mm-hmm. like in, with a homeopathic remedy, it's still there. So how do you get rid of that? Well, you get rid of that with the vortexing. So the vortexing is an essentially... Uh, a filter but not it's not a physical filter per se it's but and so when that water's vortex it's going to throw off that bad information At the same time we're going to capture the contaminants the physical contaminant. we're going to capture that with the carbon filter you know or a, a particular uh, physical filter yeah so yeah. And, and we see that in nature too because in nature in the hydrosol in, in the hydrological cycle you've got the physical filtration of the water coming up through the strata or going down into the strata you know that's that's cleaning it up, but you also have the vortexing. So it's just a reflection of what we see in nature. That's, except the problem with the water treatment industry, they don't see the big picture. They're just looking at the physical right, aspects. Right, right. Well, let me share my screen, Gary. I think I have, I'm um, gonna share the desktop. Let's just see, I'm having couple
0: here with my, okay, oh gosh, oh man, that's a bummer. It says I have to, oh, it did it, okay. All right, so <coughs> I'm trying to get back to, okay. So let me just see if I can share my screen. All right, so can you see my
1: screen, Gary? Yes, I can.
0: All right, so what we see on the on the screen here, folks, is this this is the unit that I just installed that um, Gary sent me. It's it's called the GW seven, right?
1: Yes. Okay,
0: and so this is the unit, you know, before um, the filters went in, right? And I think how many are in here? Seven filters. Seven, Gary?
1: seven filters. Yes. Yeah,
0: and then here's a photo of it. So. Seven filters go inside of this thing, and I think I have a shot. Okay, so here's the filter. So what's in this yeah. filter? Yeah,
1: that's 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 an Aquamenix filter. It's actually made in America by ceramic filter company in uh, Michigan. And uh, it's it's you know, they'll tell us part of what it is. It's a, a, a carbon block with um, with zeolite mixed into it. and then it's a but it's proprietary as well. They don't tell us everything that's in there, uh, but it is all natural. And we uh, and from my uh, research, you know, I find it to be the best filter on the market as far as what it can do in in, you know removing contaminants. Uh, It's superior to any other carbon block filter that I know about. There.
0: Awesome. So it's able to remove fluoride. Uh, Yeah. Well,
1: the one thing it doesn't remove is arsenic. Uh, But I do have another filter that does that. But it will remove it and and at different levels. in the 90 plus range, you know, fluoride and nitrates, which are the two biggies. Arsenic is also up there, but uh, the nice thing about arsenic is that we can remove that at the drinking water level with, uh, I also have a German filter that will deal with the arsenic. Uh, but for, uh, you know, your like glypho- glyphosate and uh, many of the chlorine byproducts, uh, it's it's the most Uh, it's the best filter out there to remove the broadest uh, range of contaminants which are typically found in all city waters so it's it's an ideal filter for city water it's limited for uh, well water, it depends on the, you know, on the what's going on with the well water. But they can get clogged unless we're careful. You know, make sure that we get all the sediment and contaminants, the tannins and stuff, out of the well water before we expose it to one of these type of filters because they can get clogged. That's why they work so well with city waters. Most city waters are are you know, are free of a lot of particulate issues, but they do have a lot of chemicals in them.
0: Yeah. Yeah. That's the one benefit of, of utility-based water is it does get over to a lot of those, those solids and things like that. Okay. All right. So, so then this is the seven filters. Um, and then I had a plumber install it. Right. So, um, super awesome. So it's removing a lot of the byproducts. It's the best that you know of, especially for utility-based water to remove the contaminants we've, we've sort of highlighted so far.
1: Yes. Yeah. I would consider those to be among the best filters on the market.
0: Okay. And then how often would someone need to change this? Well,
1: it's going kind to of depend on water usage. Just, as with all filter cartridges uh, it, or any kind of filtering, actually, it's based on water usage. Um, but the And it's also the, the uh, contaminant removal uh, varies depending on which contaminants are in the water at the highest level. Chlorine is the easiest. Contaminant to remove, so it it removes chlorine. Uh, I think it's rated for 95,000 gallons. Uh, fluoride is the most difficult to remove, and uh, to remove at the specified level of you know plus 90 percent, I think it's 30,000 gallons. Okay, uh, and both of those will, as you know, as, as you increase as the gallonage. Uh, increases going through those filters, they're going to diminish. It's not like they just turn off a switch, but it's a gradual diminishment after that. So, um, th- those are two of the contaminants that have been actually certified. You know, uh, as far as what level of certification they re- you know uh, met to re- remove contaminants, and there's it, various levels with other other contaminants like chloramines. Uh, but and all those specs are on our website.
0: Okay, and what's the average household like? Two, two, two to three people household, maybe two to four people household use on a monthly basis in terms of gallons. Is there a kind of an average figure for that?
1: Um, yeah, I think for the average would probably be around a hundred thousand gallons a year. So that's uh, twelve goes into you know that's about uh, eight thousand gallons, two thousand gallons a week is wow. typ- typical. Yeah
0: yeah so that so that means then you potentially would need to change these filters two to three times a year if you want to if you really want to keep the floor well
1: what you know what we recommend is uh because they are going to be continually filtering throughout the year but we recommend secondary filtration under the sink uh for with with another with with another Aquametics, which will will provide uh for the for the year uh the removal of the more difficult to uh, take out contaminants like fluoride yeah. or nitrates, so that way, at the drinking level, we're we're ensuring you know up to one hundred percent removal of those contaminants because that'll kind of as this one diminishes, the other one will take up the slack that's under the sink. So, uh, and what you know, typically what we recommend is a one one year uh, replacement. So- okay but but you know with as long as you have the secondary filtration under your sink
0: yeah so this is an interesting question gary so of the like fluoride for example can fluoride be absorbed in the shower or is it primarily through oral
1: well it, it can be absorbed through the shower yes uh and uh yes it can be absorbed through the shower whereas arsenic uh is not or um you know, and of course chlorine is absorbed through in the shower as well.
0: It can. So that's that's why, at least from a drinking water perspective, you you suggest the under counter just to catch the last yeah. 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 So, and you, and so nothing's as, gonna be hundred percent Yeah.
1: Yeah, yeah. You know, I mean uh, this is unfortunate. It's just the nature of the beast. Mm-hmm. Uh you know, in order to bring our water back to a pristine state, you know, it's it's costly. Uh and yeah. and and most people you know, we recommend once a year, um, but that's only because most people aren't going to do it, you know, three times a year. Yeah. Uh, it's just too expensive. And so it's just, it's the environment we're dealing with. It's like, we, you know, it's like breathing air, you know, that's, that's polluted, you know, we do what we can to avoid it, but, uh, or, or using a cell phone, you know, it has benefits, but we're, we're also shortening our life span, you know, by using a cell phone and yet it's just part of our technology. And so yeah. water is just, you know, it's, it's, it's just something we have to have. And unfortunately, uh, the, the system, you know, the, to develop systems that will remove a hundred percent of everything are, are just too costly, uh, for, you know, for the average consumer. Yeah. So we do the best we can now, now another aspect of this though, is that uh, is the structuring and energizing component. Which yeah, let's, I let's, believe, let's talk about that. Yeah. Yeah. Which I believe from our experience, and some of this, you know, I haven't because uh, you know, I'm limited in what I can do with research, but what I have found is that not even that, you know, for instance, I've I've proven, I have proven this, that vortexing and energization trans, you know, the information transfer can take out all the contaminants in the water, or it can neutrally, you know, it can break down all the contaminants back to an elemental level. Uh, and, and it will gas some off, and some will, and it will increase some of the particulates or some of the elements in the water. So, uh, and and based on that premise and on my research, we're dealing with the, with industrial contaminants in the water. Uh, the vortexing, I do believe, will it will ident- and the information transfer will both work to clean, feed, and protect. So those energies and those actions will literally work to break down. The the uh, elemental compound of fluoride of you know fluor uh, sodium fluorosilicate which is fluoride in the water and the chlorine uh, and the uh, industrial chlorine products that are in the water yeah break them down to an elemental state so I do believe that that because when we combine the structuring and the energizing with the physical filtration we're diminishing those to what extent I'm not. I I, I've not been able to measure it, but I believe that that it is definitely having an impact.
0: I think I think you're you're spot on because I will tell you, you know, so I I had a previous unit here where the GW seven is in the center, and I I almost positive it was it was failing right because the 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 CMB unit which which we're going to talk about here in a second was was filling up and needed to be changed much more often so it, it went from you know, 12 months to like eight to seven months, I would need to, I would need to change out those filters. But even with just basically the CMB doing all the heavy lifting, you know, my water results, depending on how I ran it, was still in the 92nd or 94th percentile, something like that. So, you know, it's clearly doing something, right?
1: Yeah, yeah, it's, uh, yeah, it's, I, you know, I think it's actually yeah, it's the, it's the foundational aspect for water treatment, you know, for improving water and, and, you know, that's not to diminish filtration at all, you know, physical filtration, but, but I believe that, you know, if, if I had a choice uh, of, you know, if I could only put one, one component on my water system to fix it because of, you know, limitation of funds or space or whatever, I would do structuring and, and information transfer first. And then I would yep. choose- I, I agree with you. If CLB, I had to pick, like
0: if, if, you know, if I had an absolute pick, that CMB would still, that would be there for sure. Yeah. Yeah.
1: All right. Well, let's shift gears. Let's
0: talk a little bit about that, right? So refresh the, the, the listener. CMB stands for-
1: Ceramic mineral ball.
0: Okay, perfect. And so there's two cartridges inside of there. What are inside of those cartridges and what does the collective unit do?
1: Yeah. Yeah, well, that that's part of the quad flow system. Uh, typically, the quad flow is it's four. It looks like this system, although it's got four uh, flow tubes in it, four vortexing flow tubes, and it's got two harmonizers in the in the bottom. So it's combining both of our technologies, vortexing and information transfer. What we did with the CMB quad flow is we added, we took out two flow flow tubes, and we put in its place two. Uh, Two by five by twenty uh, filtering media cartridges, and and we fill those up with with uh, different filtering media, and it depending on the application it, it will change. You know we can custom make those those uh, component the the filtering media, but we use uh, uh, one of the primary components we use is a, a a magnesium ball. It's from it's a German media and it's magnesium chloride. And that has multiple benefits in that. One, it imparts magnesium to the body uh, as it's absorbed into the water, which is the best way to get that magnesium, of course, is through water. Uh, and uh, But that also has a, a, a filtering component to it as well. Uh, and, and it will enhance the pH of the water. So if you've got acidic water coming into your house, which anybody that uses a salt-based softener will have, uh, then, uh, that's going to pit, you know, it's going to, it's going to extract any metals from its environment because it's hungry. And so we can neutralize that with, with those magnesium balls and enhance the pH, which of course the body's happy with as well, because if you're drinking acidic water, it's doing the same thing in your body. It's leaching the minerals from your body rather than feeding your body. It's taking from your body. Uh, so that's not good. And then we also have zeolite in there, which is a very beneficial, it's a negatively charged, miracle mineral really is what it is um, and that also has that has energetic uh, benefits and also physical filtration benefits to it and that it can absorb and absorb contaminants and it doesn't exchange and'll exchange a contaminant for uh, potassium calcium and magnesium uh, and then we also depending on the other we'll put some carbon in there to capture some of the heavy metals that are precipitated by the magnesium so that's basically what it What the components are? Okay,
0: there's a lot going on there. Um, And are there different configurations of the CMB units? I think mine has um, the revitalization, the magnesium, the filter, and then you put some bone char in there to deal with something. Okay,
1: yeah, we yeah we'll put bone char in it. And again, that's another uh, that'll help remove fluoride. That's the primary purpose of the of the bone char is to take out fluoride uh so and you know we want to get as much we want to deal with that as much as we can physically so so there we you know we've got triple filtration you've got uh bone char you've got uh actually there's some bone char and the, there's bone char in the aquametics filters as well that's what's dealing with the fluoride so you've got triple filtration going on with your system mm-hmm. to get out that fluoride so so we're you know we're doing we're, we're giving maximum exposure of the water to that bone char which is going to Help remove as much of that fluoride as possible for as long a period of time as we can.
0: Okay. So let's go, let's let's focus on the vortexing and the energetic side of the of the CMB. So, and it's hard for people to see. I wish we had a different angle to this, but basically the unit kind of the water you could see here on the screen, it it comes in here, it goes down, around <laughs> through, and then back up. So it's being vortex. Could you just explain what's going on there and yeah. what that's doing?
1: Yeah, well, we've got the, we've gotten the maximum amount of vortexing uh, out of that unit as possible in the, in the shortest space of time. And we've created what's called a toroidal vortex, which means it's a vortex that's giving a left-right turn spin. Uh, vortexing can oftentimes just take place with a left turn or a right turn spin only, just a one, one-way spin. But we're getting optimal uh, uh, exposure to vortexing with the triangular configuration of multiple rows uh, rows of uh, of glass balls that will uh, provide the, the vortexing. So <coughs> that's the vortexing aspect. <coughs> then we also have the harmonizer cartridges in there which are providing the uh, enter, the information transfer. And in those harmonizers, we've got all the elements of the periodic table, all of them. and they're all immersed in in a uh in in a spring water uh with other mineral components as well and and even though those the the uh, contents of those harmonizers never have a physical uh interaction with the water there's no you know they're they're completely sealed uh but what we found is that it's that energetic components that the water picks up it picks up that information It's kind of like a hard drive with the computer the water is the biological computer the harmonizer is the hard drive and as the water is is passing by that that uh hard drive it's picking up that information and then carrying it you know into the environment so it's just information that's it nothing else and it's Mm -hmm. perpetual because uh and that's the other thing you know that science really doesn't get into is they you know though there is perpetual energy and it's, and it's available, you know, within those cartridges. And it's, and the reason why it's there is because of ether interacting with the physical uh, entity. And when I say ether, what I mean by that is uh, just go back to the source again, where, where you, what is ether? Where did it come from? If you go again to the scriptures, you know, there is, there is, uh, I mean, the revelation of creation is in there. And uh, when the Lord pulled the elements out of the water to create the earth after he did that he created light that was the second activity he was involved in and um he said let there be light well the light is energy the energy is ether and it fills everything it's everywhere it's not just the light of the sun is a manifestation of that ether it's a manifestation and ether is invisible unless it we can't know ether we can't know energy we can't know light or information without the presence of a physical component without the presence of, of a ma- of matter so you can't know matter without energy or ether or light and you can't know light without matter because they they, they both interact to create you know to give us our you know to give us the, the physical universe as as we see it does that make sense
0: yeah there's a lot to unpack there and i've i've i thought and studied ether and um I don't even know where to go with that or what clarifying question to ask. Yeah. I've done a well, lot of- Well, it's just of, a,
1: yeah. It's just, I'm just giving the basic the basic uh, principle for that harmonizer, uh, you know, for that energy emanating from there where it comes from and how does it work, you know? Yeah. Well, ether yeah. is what,
0: what is the backdrop to the universe, I guess is the way I would describe it, right? I mean, everything is infinitely connected and ether is what facilitates that, correct?
1: Um, well- and you know i my my perspective may be narrow and limited and i'm sure it is i mean but the perspective i look at of of ether is the uh is yeah the energetics of it that Mm -hmm. uh yeah that uh i mean you know creation is composed of two things uh light and matter and uh and i would put ether as as you know in the light on the light side Mm -hmm. Uh, and and yet uh, you know, ether. Yeah. And the only reason why we know it's there is because of the presence of the matter.
0: Yeah. Yeah. This is this, this we could like, do a whole podcast on this. I mean, yeah. other people call it, you know, um, dark, <laughs> dark matter, <laughs> there's zero point energy. There's a lot of different, you know, names that different groups or philosophies or approaches used to it. But I think the gist of it is, is what it, it it's what underlies the entire universe. And it's, it's the foundation of, of everything right
1: yeah well yeah ether and matter
0: yeah okay all right so now we've filtered the water we've sent it through the cmb unit we've structured it we've remineralized it um so i guess maybe we shift to some of the benefits of that right so yes um i noticed for like when we first started working with you like you know we're in virginia it's, it's got a lot of clay right and so we would get know cleaning the shower was you you get a little bit of red in the in the ground things like that you have to scrub it off with some bleach and things like that um but i think you can use have huge benefits in terms of drinking water you know making coffee or tea or showering and bathing so let's shift gears and let's let's, what are the downstream benefits um you know of filtered and remineralized and re-vortexed water
1: yeah yeah that's a great question uh, primarily hydration. When I say that, I mean, or, or it benefits hydration or it improves hydration and the way it does that it's like, uh, the, it's like sucking, uh, milk out of a straw compared to a milkshake. A milkshake is thick and milk is thin. And what we do when we uh vortex and energize the water we we put the m- molecular structure of the water into a more informed state a state of information kind of like mm-hmm. a military formation it's it's very you know straight it's not just a chaotic mass it's coherent and yeah and by doing so that just flows right through the cell membrane it just effortlessly goes through uh, just like milk rather than a milkshake, which is thick. And you got to suck really hard to get it out of the straw, you know, through the straw. And so what we find is that when you're drinking structured water, the body has more energy to, to give to other, other uh, needs. And because it doesn't have to work to get that water in, that, you know, it doesn't have to work extra hard to get the water by through the cell membrane. Uh, so that, that's, that's the biggest benefit. So people Mm -hmm. will will share, well, I have more energy now, you know, from drinking this water. Another uh, thing they'll say, another is that they don't feel bloated anymore, you know, because that water is just sitting in the stomach and it takes a long time to assimilate it through, you know, through the digestive system. Because the body
0: has to basically expend energy to restructure it, right? Yeah, it's
1: got to, yeah, because Mm -hmm. it's got to get that water. It's got to realign the molecules so they can get through the cellular membrane wherever that's at, whatever the membrane is. And of course, the body's got membranes everywhere. You know, that's what it is. The body's just layer upon layer upon layer upon layer of membranes everywhere. Everything in the body is made of, you know, is a membrane. And so then when that water is in a structured state, it just goes everywhere, just effortlessly. And I believe also that that process of photosynthesis, which science doesn't talk about, human photosynthesis, that happens more effortlessly as well when that water's in its natural state, energized and structured, it just, everything in the body works better, everything. So it's, you can't even, you know, you can come up with hundreds of different uh, benefits, you know, but wherever it goes, it just works better.
0: Yeah. So, so better energy, nutrient assimilation.
1: Yes, nutrient again. You know whatever is being carried in that water, and of course water, every, anything you eat, if it's if it's in a structured state like an orange, you know, or a broccoli, I mean, it's got water in it, right? The water is what's containing the nutrients, and uh, you know when that when that vegetable or meat, which is also you know water and protein, uh, when it's when it's grown properly, the the contaminants are not there because the contaminants are like static. Listening to a radio, it's like turn, you know, it's like annoying, right? Mm-hmm. You need to listen that static or or even an instrument that's out of tune, it's like you got to get away. Well, that's what a contaminant is, but it's not the contaminant itself; it's the music it's putting off. It's like yeah. out of tune, it's yeah. static, and the body gets these contaminants. Says, get them out of here. They're they're messing. You know, I can't I can't dwell in peace. You know what's disease disease means you, you know it's a lack of peace right
0: yeah this, and the cells this, want to be peaceful they just to want to
1: do their yeah. job and these contaminants just screw everything up they get you know it's like putting you know it's like the gears get a stick thrown into them it's like get this stuff out of here so the body has to work extra hard to get all those contaminants out so it can do its job so if those contaminants are in the water your body has to expend more energy to deal with those as it's also trying to, you know, feed the body and protect the body and clean the body. So, uh, so yeah, um, you, you want to get those. So that's why it's so important to eat and drink food. That's, that's clean. That's pure. That's been grown properly. That's been processed properly. Uh, yeah, yeah.
0: That that makes, makes total sense. Right. So, um, yeah. And so, so ingesting that water provides the body more energy, more, the better information. It has to convert less of, you know, uh, poor water, you know, into something that it can, it can use. So that gives you yes. more energy. Let's talk about a little bit about like practical stuff like coffee and tea. Like I, yeah. I make coffee here. People are like, Oh my God, it's amazing. <laughs> yeah, yeah.
1: Yeah. Well uh, again, I think what's happening there, it's because, the you, the water the coffee the beverage is in an informed state so your taste buds it's like boom it just goes right to them and just blossoms because it's an it's just it it, it assimilates through those taste buds very efficiently so you can taste this you know you can take you can taste all the good stuff because again if the water is not structured even though you filtered it you took out the physical contaminants you still got the bad energy in there and mm-hmm. your taste buds taste the bad energy. And it's like, you know, and it, so it, 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 it uh, diminishes the beneficial, you know, uh, qualities of the water. Yeah. The, I mean, this energy.
0: is, this is, I'll go back to your, your analogy about, you know, walking into a room where somebody has been angry or, we're, or maybe where two people have been fighting, right. You pick up yeah. that vibration, right. And the same thing. And it's kind of weird to think about, but water does the same, it picks it up. If you don't get rid of it, your body drinks it and goes,
1: ah, Right. That? That's exactly what you're dealing with yeah. when you say, wow, this coffee tastes great because yeah. it's, it's pure. There's no bad energy in it. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Okay. Um, and what about like cleaning, shower, bath? I, I just find I'm not, you know, I don't have as much debris or like residual stuff to clean. Yeah. Up. Well,
1: you know, it's again, uh, for instance, we've had people that were allergic to chlorine, you know, from city water showering in it. Some people are very, very sensitive. Others aren't, you know, but eventually, you know, we all it just depends on the strength of our immune system. Uh, but, uh, and all we did was install a structuring device and their allergy disappeared. Uh, so, uh, you know, so yes, it can, it can definitely enhance the shower and people will say, wow, this shower just feels good. They can do, you know, they just, feel better yeah why because they're not even though maybe before they had a filtering system they were taking out the chlorine but they weren't vortexing you still had that energy in there and people you know they can't they'll just say it feels better i really enjoy my taking my shower because your body your subconscious knows exactly what's in the water our our metering systems are or are just refined uh they even though consciously you can't say what degree, what concentration level of particular com- uh, chemicals are in the water, your, your system knows exactly the concentration levels, and it knows exactly what it has to do to protect against them. Mm-hmm. But if they're not there, it's like, oh, you're a it's like, oh, we don't have to deal with that energy now. And so your body just, so you feel it, you know, it comes out in your emotions. I just feel, I, I like this water better
0: yeah Uh, so how would someone want to like what would be a good health regimen if they they get a filter system like this like what should they do every day like drink a glass of water first thing in the morning bathe in it regularly like what's what's the
1: yeah well i think the most important thing uh is to hydrate uh first thing in the morning uh you know drink a tonic a a salt sole tonic and when i say salt i mean uh sea salt has all the elements of the periodic table in it right mm-hmm. so uh, if you drink that in, you know if you drink water that's been completely saturated to its maximum saturation point which is a Sole, uh then you're going to be exposed to all the elements of the periodic table so you, you give your body a smorgasbord you know a buffet of all those elements so it can just pick and choose what it needs uh, you know, each morning, and so plus, basically,
0: you take a big glass of water, put some sea salt in it.
1: Well, no, actually, what I do, I take a take a jar, a quart jar, I put about a quarter, uh, quarter up, I fill it up a quarter up the way with the seagra salt, which is the most highly mineralized sea salt in the world that's been tested, uh, and you can as for that's Agra is the uh, animal and plant uh, sea mineral but you can get as a for human use, which is, it's the same thing. It's just, they bag it up differently. And that's called a Baja gold sea salt. And they showed the mineral analysis on there of all the major salts that are out there. And the seagra product is number one. It's it, the magnesium content is way sky high, but anyway, so I take that, put it into a quart jar, fill it up with structured water. And uh, overnight, it will just absorb, it'll continue to absorb, uh, you know, maximum, uh, saturation levels of all the elements in there, and then, so I take a tablespoon of that or two and I just kind of I put it into a glass uh, of structured water you know sixteen ounces but I also put in there a zeolite, which is a natural detoxifier and there's tons of thousands of of research articles on zeolite and zeolite what it, what it does it'll take the contaminant it does an exchange process it will take out the contaminants. It literally sucks them out of the body. And when I say that, I mean, for instance, as that zeolite going through your body? It's in a, you know, it's in a, it doesn't, it doesn't break down. Uh, it's just, it goes through the the yeah. digestive.
0: Is there a particular brand of zeolite that you, that you like? Uh,
1: I, no. Yeah. Oh, I use one from a mine and uh, I use Teague Mineral. It comes, r- no, um, but I can say this, stay away from liquid zeolites. They're, Focus. they have nothing to do with net you know the natural process you know hmm. they, they they turn it into an acid and they use an acid to break it down um you need to get zeolite its natural form doesn't have to be pharmaceutical grade that's marketing hype it just needs to be zeolite period you can get it get the zeolite that and that they give to animals and plants <laughs> Yeah, absolutely very,
0: very interesting, because there's uh, I won't mention names, but there's yeah, I, years oh. ago I was involved with a company that was a multi-level market that sold: Yeah that, well,
1: okay, I, I, I drank I, gallons I, of the stuff. Yeah, well, when I buy it <laughs> by the pal, I get zeolite for eight cents. I used to I don't even remember what it is now, but when I first started buying it 10 years ago, eight cents a pound. You know, they'll sell that stuff for uh, you know, I mean, you can pay as much as 30 dollars a pound is ridiculous and they'll say it's pharmaceutical grade but it's zeolite in its natural state is pure because it will absorb if there happen to be any contaminants in the environment uh, you know in that zeolite it's like it's it's locked into its uh, lattice structure it's crystalline lattice structure and it will not release it until it gets back into the environment where it can interact with solar energies and then it will release it. But if it's in your body, it's not gonna let go of those contaminants okay. if they happen to be there, which they probably aren't. Okay. It's gonna suck out all the contaminants. So what I'm saying is that it, it, it literally re- reduced tumors. So let's say if it's in your digestive tract, but yet the tumors in your brain They'll say, well, you know, you got to get it across the blood barrier so it can flow up there. I don't think that's what they're. that's that's where you get the misnomer with the liquid zeolite. They're saying, oh, we can bypass, you know, we can cross the blood and the blood barrier, you know, the digestive tract, get into the blood system so it can circulate up to the brain to break it down. No, that's boulder dash. I don't think that has anything to do with it. It's The frequencies, okay. the body gets it, the, the frequencies from that zeolite, which are very powerful and efficacious. They go out through the whole body and the body says, okay, we've got a transport system to get the contaminants out of the body, break down those contaminants that are protected within that tumor, which we're trying to protect the rest of the body from, break them down, get them down to the digestive tract so that zeolite can pick them up and get them out of the body. The body is very intelligent. It knows exactly what it's doing. Interesting. So that, that's what you're dealing with when we're dealing with zeolite. And that's why liquid zeolite is based on a false science, misunderstanding of how the human body works.
0: Okay. So what about bait? Yeah, I've tried a ton of zeolites over the years, and I, I definitely it can definitely be, be helpful. Um, and I can try and debrief with you afterwards of where people can get this stuff. But all right, so bathing. And what about like taking a bath? and?
1: Yeah. Well, uh, again, it's, I mean, it's ideal. You know, for for thousands of years, springs springs which have been you know they're everywhere in the world, right? But today we have very little access to them, especially in America. They've been shut down because the pharmaceutical companies don't want us to know about the efficacious benefits of water in its natural state, which is in a, you know which you would have access to in any spring. There's little you know they're they're healing. Uh, it's not just one spring here or there, or, you know, or what they do with. The Lord, you know, Lord Spring, you know, the the one in France. That's kind of like a distraction. Springs everywhere are healing, and it's just the natural energies in there. It's the natural elements that are exposed to our body, where we don't have the contaminants. They lit. It's like a nutrition. We're immersing ourselves in all this nutrition that our body's picking up and using to fix issues. Because, mm. and if it doesn't have the right energy or the right nutrients, it can't fix an issue. And oftentimes people in their normal you know living environments they're not exposed to some of these beneficial energies yeah. that come from the spring water so they go to the spring water they bathe in it for a day or two or a week or whatever you know they make a little vacation and all of a sudden their ailments you know what what their ailments and their pains are gone you know for 6 months or a year and so they come back again and that's really that's that was the standard mode of medical treatment you know the it's like that was the foundation of medical treatment and still is in in many old world countries
0: mm-hmm. and in different
1: places or you can find them here and there around america but but you know people say oh we're just going swimming you know they, they don't think about the health mm-hmm.
0: yeah swimming uh, in the, in the. so the yeah experience. but you
1: can mimic that in your own bathtub by, you know, of course, mixing the, the water structured, energized water with different minerals or sea salts and things like that.
0: Yeah, so I got a question for you, Gary. So your, your unit restructures the water. I, I know Gerald Pollock, Dr. Pollock, um, talks about easy water or, or the fourth phase of, of water. Does yeah. your, your unit put water
1: into that easy water uh, state?
0: Or, or do you, <laughs> I can talk uh, about your reaction, you have a different
1: perspective, so. Yeah, I have a different perspective. Okay. um yeah what you know water changes for you know depends environment water that's in the body is is in a different you know it's a different composition i mean yes it's got the hydrogen the oxygen but it's it's just uh it's it's an environment where uh I, it's just a different environment i'm not even sure how to say that other than uh you know, water can be found in all different kinds of states. And so because it's that... in the
0: body, it's it, when it when it's the body converts it, it gets into this, what Gerald Pollack calls this fourth phase of water. Yeah.
1: That... Yeah, I don't know. I don't. I, I just don't. I think it's more about just if you structure the water, you energize the water, the body's going to. Do what and it, if, it
0: needs to I do. Mean, that's
1: that's that's what you need to do to, to you know to get the water in its optimal state within the body. Because you know what I, I'm hesitating because what, you know he's studying water in a lab, and he's not using structured water that he puts into the environment. He's just taking probably an ionized or you know deionized or you know reverse osmosis water that doesn't have everything in it, and he's examining how how it interacts with different membranes, and uh, you know everything reacts with everything else wherever it is. And so water you know he could observe that in nature, in the human body, but you know he's observing that in an in a artificial synthetic environment. he's He's observing membranes that are synthetic with water that is not in its natural state. so yeah, so so what about have you ever heard
0: of the Nano-V before? I think I think no. Ben has one, but it it's this device it's uh, from a company out of Seattle, it's German engineering, <coughs> and you breathe through a candela, and it's supposed to oh, be- yes easy water and breathe it
1: right Uh, i i think what i i think what that is doing is creating a frequency that's going into the water that's beneficial but i i yeah i had uh i haven't looked at that equipment in a long time yeah but i think that's what he's doing they're developing a frequency that goes into the water and that frequency of course it's you know it helps
0: with protein folding and things like that yeah yeah. you
1: know it's going to have all kinds of benefits you know each frequency if it's in a natural state is going to have a different benefit that frequency is just going to mimic some nutrient yeah that's what 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 about if someone took
0: your water that's been restructured and put it into a nebulizer right yeah oh yeah
1: oh absolutely and you know whatever you could take Structured water put into a nebulizer and put whatever you want into that water. You can yeah. create whatever medicinal product you want by just infusing into that water. That's that's where uh, digital homeopathy, uh, you know, comes into play. Where you know you've got companies out there that are downloading. I've got information on my website, Infopathy.com, mm-hmm. where they literally tra- they literally download the frequency of a particular medicinal product uh, across the internet into your water you drink the water and it's as though you just took the medication or the nutrient. Yeah. 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 I haven't
0: experimented too much with this, but I I get, get it in principle. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, this has been super fascinating. Um, so people basically can bathe in it. Um, they can shower in it. They can nebulize it to get into the body. I recently, I'll just share this story. So my wife came down with a bit of a cold, (laughs) And I took some of the the water, put it in an nebulizer, put in some co- some silver, some coated silver, which is, you know, pretty pro- not not yeah. it's like nano particle stuff, right? It's like twenty thousand parts per million. It's really intense, uh, with a little bit of thieves, right? Or which is, um, you know, that that essential oil,
1: right, yeah, right. and
0: oh, knocked probably it right out,
1: fixed it right up, yeah. yeah, knocked it right out. Yeah, you change the environment, you know, you, yeah, uh, that's great.
0: Yeah. Well, Gary, thanks so much for giving us some time today. This has been super fascinating. Um, I definitely learned a lot today and I have some things to, to think about. Um what are three questions I should have asked, but didn't? uh,
1: uh the only thing because mine is uh the you just mentioned nano. And uh I, I would say n- the whole science of nano particles is very dangerous. Okay. Because we're taking elements or, or materials out of their natural state and super duper, you know, breaking them down to this nano level. And I think that's going to have implications when it, there's certain things that aren't designed to cross the membrane physically. Mm. And I think that they can have an impact, very detrimental, I think there's very, there's very dangerous uh, uh, science to be dwelling in. I think it's got a lot of very potentially hazardous uh, uh, you know, fallout from that. So, I mean, I, that doesn't have really anything to do with water, but you just mentioned that. Yeah. Okay. Other than yeah. that, um, yeah, but it's, I, you know, I would say basically what I'm doing, I got into water because of reading a book by Victor Schauberger. He's really, the, he yeah. was the prophet. In the early 1900s it saw what modernity was going to do to the earth what modern technologies were going to do and primarily to water because water is foundational it's the foundation for everything if the water isn't good nothing is good nothing everything is affected by water and he saw what was coming and when I read his books I just I became impassioned to to study this and to develop products that could at least I can't change the course of what's what's happening, you know we're in big yeah. trouble, yep. but I thought I want my passion was to create devices that could bring water back to its natural state it's it's a I see what I'm doing as a ministry of mercy hmm. it's to help people that are in very difficult circumstances you know uh, physically, mentally emotionally, you know because it's all affected by our physical you know condition I mean I want to do all I can to help people. Uh, in the midst of all this craziness to at least get some, some, you know, some health back or some protection. And so that's, that's what's driven me to do what I'm doing. And that's really what it's all about. It's to trying to help people survive in the midst of all this craziness, you know, and give them some, some small amount of blessings that I can give as an individual.
0: Mm, Awesome. Well, Gary, um, where can people find you? online uh,
1: yeah on greenfieldwater.com
0: okay so greenfieldwater.com and then we'll stay on the the zoom after the call and i gotta just talk to you about a discount code and stuff like that um we'll, we'll get that set up for folks but um yeah. really appreciate your time you definitely you know shared some things that um were really interesting and gave me food for thought and i really appreciate what you're doing i mean i've i really love the system that we've got here Um, I show it to people when they, you know, if they're interested in when they come over to the house. And I definitely have noticed an uptick, you know, in our energy and everything since, uh, since installing the unit. And I think it's really foundational to, you know, trying to be, my my whole passion is to help people be vibrant, vital and alive. And I I really see this as a foundational piece to, for people to, to, to think about and and implement as best they can. So, all right, Gary, we'll stay on the line for a minute, but uh, thanks a lot for your time.
1: Oh, you bet. Thanks. It's a pleasure to be speaking with you. Yeah, awesome.